Welcome to Bill's Buffalo Show. I'm your host, Bill Kegel. And, you know, I took a little bit of a bye week myself. There wasn't really a whole lot going on with the Bills other than their very uh, entertaining Halloween party pictures where Josh Allen dressed up as Gatsby, I believe. And uh, Diggs was a doctor. Um, Dawson Knox uh, was uh, Jackie Moon from uh, Semi-Pro. I, I don't know. There's some, there was, there was some fun stuff there, I guess. But, um Anyway, I just wanted to quickly jump into the Bills-Packers game, uh, just do some preview stuff of that. I did the instant reaction of the Chiefs game, so no need to look back on that. That's been so long ago. Who cares? Moving forward. Sunday Night Football, which actually feels a lot smaller than, now that Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth are doing it. Like, And I actually had this theory on Al Michaels, too. He's too big for Thursday Night Football. Some of the games they've given Amazon are kind of crap. Um and I, I feel like that that spot, Thursday Night Football, is too small for Al Michaels, but like too big for Kirk Herbstreet. So it's almost like Amazon is like trying to meet in the middle or something. But like, I don't know. I, I feel the same about Tariko. I just don't like his voice on a primetime game. And I get he's the most milk toast dude on the planet or whatever. Actually, if you read the ESPN book, uh, these guys have all the fun. Um, there's some interesting Mike Tariko stuff in there. Uh if you haven't read it, read it, read it, uh, and develop your own opinion of Mike Tirico. But I'll just say, not a fan. But um, I don't know. It just seems like like Bucket Aikman also. And I interviewed Joe Buck once at an old iteration of this podcast for about ten minutes, dude. He was so nice. Like again, I'm not like a you know I, I try not to be uh, the one of these guys that is like we're we're never gonna have like major guests on this podcast. We probably will try to get some beat writers for the Bills. Um, you know, once I'm a little bit more comfortable doing this version of of a show, but like I said, I interviewed Joe Buck. I was super nervous. I kind of found out late last minute. I didn't get a chance to read his book um, or even listen to the audio book. I didn't even have enough time, so I kind of just did some cliff notes and formulated some questions. I was able to talk to him for about ten minutes on the about the book, and uh, I told him a nice story about like where I watched Super Bowl Forty Two, and you know the way he responded to it was just great. So. Regardless of everybody else's opinion of Joe Buck, whether you like him or dislike him, I'll just say I love that guy. He's actually my favorite announcer and definitely biased because of how nice he was to me in the interview. But he was like, he was so genuine. And I'll put the interview up at some point and like, you know, judge for yourself how genuine he was. But like, I got really good vibes from that guy. Um, I also did an interview with Ian Eagle uh, for CBS. He's kind of the number two squad um, on CBS um, right behind uh, Nance and Romo. Um, but yeah, Ian Eagle was great too. He was a lot of fun. We actually talked movies and stuff. So at some point I'll, maybe after the season, I'll put those two episodes up as uh, throwbacks. I do believe I still have the audio, but, um, but yeah, I just thought this, these, these games now with these new announcers and stuff like Sunday night football just feels a little smaller now that L Michaels isn't in it. I mean, you still got Collinsworth doing his, you know, here's a guy that, uh, you know, you can really sling the football down the field. Like you still get the Collinsworth stuff. But, like, I don't know. It just feels, again, it just feels smaller without Al Michaels. So, anyway, back into the Bills-Packers preview here. So, a um, couple things of no, actually. Over the last three games, the Packers are averaging uh, just under 18 points a game, and the Bills are averaging 28 points a game, which I'm kind of looking at that as the score of the game. I'm thinking of, like, a, a you know, a 31 you know, 17, uh, 35, 21 Buffalo where they cover the spread. And it's just one of those games similar to the Titans game where it just seemingly starts to get out of hand and like Allen digs, uh, you know, the main guys just stop playing. So, you know, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, I could see that because I think their defense, the Packers defense, not very good. 
I mean, we all kind of know what their uh, offense is doing, um, you know, without Devontae Adams. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they have one of the best running backs in the league, in my opinion, in Aaron Jones. And they just don't use the guy. They just flat out don't use the guy. So, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, although I still think Aaron Rodgers is an all-world talent. And, uh, you know, if they're going to write the ship, uh, they'll do it. I just don't think it'll be this league. And... Um, I don't know. I just think like watching what Terry McLaurin did to Jair Alexander was just kind of hilarious. Like Jair Alexander, one of the better cornerbacks in the league, but Terry McLaurin, you know, a a really nice receiver, but he's no Stefan Diggs. And if Jair Alexander is going to try to cover Diggs and put on a performance like he did against Terry McLaurin, I mean, Diggs is already a must start in fantasy, but I mean, if you have Diggs this week, I think you're going to win if he plays, if, if, uh, Jay Alexander plays like he did, uh, against her McLaurin. So, uh, just some quick, uh, just some quick fun stats. Um, the, uh, Bills points per game this season, 29.3. That's second in the league. Packers, 18.2. That's kind of crazy. It's 23rd in the league. Um, Yards per game, Bills are first, Packers are 20th. Rush yards per game, Bills are 16th, Packers are 18th. That is crazy because I like Singletary, but I love Aaron Jones. And the fact that the Bills are running the ball better, and a lot of that has to do with Josh. Like, I'm not crazy. But, like, dude, Aaron Jones, that guy has, like, four games a year that if he, like, played like that for 10 or 11 games would, like, be an MVP consideration. But, like... But I just don't know if the Packers use him correctly. I feel like he's so talented and they just don't use him right. The guy can catch. He runs in between the tackles, can run outside. He has great vision. He's really smart. And uh, A.J. Dillon as a compliment is actually kind of perfect because they're they're not a redundant talent, which is, uh, you know, which is kind of what you want out of a, uh, you know, a split backfield. Like if you're going to do 70-30, kind of what the Packers do. But I don't know. I actually just I just don't see the Bills having any issue moving the ball on offense against that Packers defense, which was supposed to be good, but just flat out isn't. Um, So, yeah, I mean, the fact that the Packers are tied for 17th best passing team in the league with Aaron Rodgers is crazy town. Um, Also, another fun one. Third down efficiencies, 52.8 percent. Bills are first. Packers, 35.4 percent. 25th. I mean, good Lord. Um, I mean, the defense bills are first in points per game, only give up 13 and a half points a game. Packers are middle of the pack at 20. Um, I, I'm just, I'm just saying like, I mean, and, and then what's the Sean McDermott stat here? Uh, they're five and oh, after a bye week and have wins over the Bucks, Dolphins, Chargers, um, you know, amongst, uh, two more. Um, that's, that's absolutely awesome. Like I, I just, you know, that's an Andy Reed stat right there. Like you would tell McDermott is off the Andy Reed tree because Andy Reed's always incredible off a of bye and McDermott is undefeated off a of bye. And on a Sunday night back at home, the weather's actually going to be pretty favorable. And I think that crowd is going to be absolutely berserk. So really excited to watch the game. Um, I think the bills roll. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just don't I just don't see in this game being a struggle. And this is one of the games at the beginning of the year that you like circle. It's like, yes, Bills Packers. This is gonna be a great game. It just isn't gonna be. I mean, again, call me crazy. I, I think Bills I think the Bills cover the spread. I think they cover it pretty easily. I mean, I would hit some of the uh I would hit some of the overs for passing yards, uh, receiving yards by digs. Um you know, I, I don't know if necessarily I would go with like Devin Singletary over, you know, whatever. But I, I, I just think this is one of those games where Josh just throws for three touchdowns, run for one. And he just has one of those fantasy days where it's like, oh, nice. I'm going to win my league this year. Or I'm going to win my uh, fantasy game this year 
Jeez, I can't talk. Going to win my fantasy week this week because uh, Josh Allen went absolutely crazy on a very overrated defense. And the Bills pass rush against a... Not sure if Bakhtiari's starting this week. I think we'll find out towards the end of the week uh, whether or not he is. But I think that that is, uh, that is something also to look forward to um, as well. That matchup between the Bills pass rush and their offensive line. I think Aaron Rodgers is... Uh, I could see him getting flummoxed and uh, mouthing some uh, unsavory words uh, again, but this time on national TV. So, um, all right, uh, let's see here. Okay, I, you know what, my computer is crapping the bed on me, so I guess I'm just gonna have to wing it because for whatever reason, you know, you can't get on a web page that you had pulled up for about half hour without some ad coming up and completely, uh, you know engulfing what you were trying to read. So, um, all right, let's see here. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, Gabe Davis, plus 130 to score a touchdown. Um, I would probably go with that, honestly, because Gabe Davis only catches balls that are uh, for a touchdown or in the end zone. So uh, that's uh, that's a good thing. So um, some other kind of news and notes, by the way, we're going to transition to that here. Um, some other kind of news and notes. Trey White progressing to return. I don't think he's coming back this week. And what is the rush? What is the rush? I mean, you know, he's coming off an ACL. He doesn't necessarily need to play this week. The Bills defense has been fine without him. They're better with him. I'm not crazy. But I don't see a I don't see if I don't see there's a I don't see a reason for him to come back this early. Like I really just don't. You know what? Get him ramped up, get him ready for the playoffs, have him hit the ground running, you know, maybe next week. And then, you know, get him back into game shape. And, um, you know, he's good to go for the postseason when you're going to need him, when you're going to play the Chiefs again. Because let's be honest, we are kind of on a collision course with the Bills Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, which, similar to last year, is going to be probably the game of the playoffs because these two just, they're just destined to play each other for the next 10 years. And it's actually really exciting. I think the Bills get the one seed this year. And, you know, they're kind of ping pong back and forth wins. Very similar. And people have made this comparison before to Brady Manning. Um, and, I, I mean, I just don't even see anybody else really upsetting the apple cart of Brady, or excuse me, of uh, Allen Mahomes. I just don't. Justin Herbert. I mean, is Justin Herbert going to get in there? Joe Burrow made a Super Bowl last year, but that's only because Patrick Mahomes choked in the uh, AFC championship game, the second half of the AFC championship game. And I uh, think that if uh, Cincinnati goes to Buffalo in that environment, and again, not that Kansas city wasn't raucous, but like, come on, the way Josh Allen was playing last in, in the playoffs last year, and he doesn't necessarily slump like Mahomes. I, I don't know. I just don't see, I just don't see it. I just think if the bills somehow win that game against Kansas city, um, Cincinnati doesn't beat Buffalo in Buffalo. Um, but that's the thing. Like, is Joe Burrow going to join that Brady Manning? Uh, I keep doing this Brady Manning. Allen Mahomes thing? Like, or is he or is he and Joe or and Josh? I'm try that again. Is he and Justin Herbert the Ben Roethlisberger of that equation where Ben Roethlisberger was always the third best player of that uh, of, of that uh, ilk of the uh, Brady Manning era where he was kind of always in the outside looking in and playing one of those two teams and uh you know, I just feel like Burrow and Herbert are going to be the Roethlisberger of the Allen Mahomes, Brady Manning comparison, if that all makes sense. Um, need that Charlie Day like chart where he's like got a bunch of yarn and stuff with tax trying to figure out what the hell I was just talking about. But anyway, for those of you that get it, it was brilliant. For those of you that don't, it was still brilliant. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just 
I just think that like Brady Mahomes, Brady Mahomes, my lord, I cannot think today. Um, Allen and Mahomes are going to play each other in the in the uh, in the playoffs again, and since the Bills are playing the Chiefs, circling it all the way back to my Tredavious White point, uh, he needs to be healthy for that game. That's basically the long and short of it because they were really moving the ball on Buffalo's defense a little bit there. Um, Juju got free, and then Kelsey was just finding uh, pockets in that zone. And again, I'm recapping a recapped series, but I am just merely pointing out that there's no point in bringing Trey White back any sooner than you have to. I get he's running around. I get he's cutting. I get we're about uh, we're about a year off of that at ACL, but I don't know. I just think that there's no point in bringing him back. So that was my very long-winded way of saying, let's bring Trey back a little slower. Um, so uh, other one more thing. So Josh Allen, I'm um, just actually reading this headline here. Josh Allen on a historic pace towards an MVP season. Josh Allen is on pace for almost 6,000 yards passing, uh, which would beat uh, Manning's passing um, Manning's passing single season passing record. Um, and also, what's really interesting is that uh, in the last uh, handful of games. Josh Allen has beaten the last uh, four year if he beats Aaron Rodgers. So it's the last four MVPs, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers twice. If he beats Aaron Rodgers, he's beaten three of the last, uh, you know, three of the last, the three last MVPs, league MVPs. Um, And unfortunately, they don't play Brady this year. But uh, I feel like if they did, that would uh, that would actually be. that would actually be kind of a, a, a fun, that'd be kind of a fun wrinkle of the whole thing. But, um, but yeah, so if he beats Aaron Rodgers, he took down those, uh, those last three MVPs. So that's kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, what Allen's doing this year is like kind of, you know, I wouldn't even say kind of remarkable. It's pretty remarkable. So um, at his current pace, Allen would finish the season at 5,610 passing yards, 48 TDs, and 11 interceptions, a 109.1 QB rating, and his rushing numbers are also eye-popping. He's on pace for 729 yards on the ground and six touchdowns. That is off buffalorumblings.com, um, and they're making a um, they're making a uh, case for Josh Allen's MVP, which I actually think he should be, uh, or which he is the favorite and, and absolutely should be. Um, although I did hear Ryan Rosillo make a case for Michael Parsons, and it was a very strong case, but I think it's a quarterback award. Josh Allen's the best quarterback so far this year. He's going to get it, especially if he actually hits those numbers, which I don't know if he necessarily will, because for those of you listening in Buffalo, it tends to get a little cold here, and the snow is uh, awful, to say the least. So it's going to be a little tough with the, with the conditions for him to keep this pace up. But if he can... Absolutely remarkable. 5,600 yards passing, 48 touchdowns, 11 picks. That's that's crazy town. So anyway, that is uh, that this episode of Bill's Buffalo Show. Please remember to like and subscribe, rate, trash me for my terrible Trey White um, circle of confusion there. And um, or if you actually like what I'm doing, definitely tell me that too. Um, any criticism is good criticism. And I will, uh, I'll take it and try it. I'll actually complain to my friends about something somebody says, um, negatively, but, uh, you know, on here, I'll try to be my, uh, my best positive self. So, uh, please follow me like, uh, on follow me on Instagram. My Lord, I cannot string together sentences today, but 
keeping it real because I am not hitting stop record and uh, I will continue to screw up until I stop screwing up. So anyway, follow me at Bill's Buffalo Show on Instagram, at Bill Kegel on Twitter, and uh, we'll have a Facebook coming soon and a TikTok and uh, definitely be doing this show on YouTube. Definitely going to bring in some guests as well, some Bill's fan friends. Um, and once I get that technology figured out, I plan on trying to reach out to a couple Bill's beat reporters and getting them on for a quick uh, five to eight minute uh, question and answer thing. And um, we've had John Murphy in an old iteration of the podcast. We had John Murphy on a couple times. Also a really nice guy. Um, there's only been one guy we've ever had on actually the old iteration, just a quick tangent on the old iteration of the show. That was a complete jerk and I won't say his name. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, the guy that used to do the podcast with me back in the day will remember this because the guy was an absolute douche. So, uh, which rightfully so we we're just, you know, two idiots talking to no microphone. Now it's just one idiot talking to no microphone. But anyway, uh, follow me on Instagram at Bill's Buffalo Show on Twitter at Bill's Kegel. Facebook and TikTok coming soon. YouTube show coming soon. And we will eventually have guests. Um, and uh, that should be a nice treat for you so you can hear another voice other than mine. But thank you for listening. And please remember to rate, review, follow, leave comments, uh, whether positive or negative. I do not care. Negative ones make me better and positive ones make me worse. So thanks for listening. And I will be back maybe Monday or Tuesday.